Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from Ready Money by George H. Knox, published in 1905. What is nerve? Nerve is that which enables a person to hang on and either lose everything or win out. It is undertaking more than ordinary things. It is taking big risks on one's own ability. It is holding the fort against all comers. It is doing the thing which the ordinary person thinks is impossible. It is setting your standard twice as high as your colleagues would set it for you, and then reaching it. It is burning your bridges behind you, and staking your all on your own endeavor. It is taking chances that are not chances. To ordinary people the risk would be enormous, but the man and woman of nerve is not even taking chances because they know they can carry the thing through and do not allow themselves to become sidetracked or even annoyed by the people who say it can't be done. Nerve consists not only in undertaking a hard task, but in everlastingly and unflinchingly, standing by your work when your friends have given up in despair. That is the truest test of nerve. It is nerve that gives us our airplanes, and Atlantic cables below the ocean. It is nerve that belts our continents with railroads and enables entrepreneurs to build up enterprises that astonish the world. Nerve is that which enables one to calmly and unflinchingly face an unpleasant task or a seemingly unendurable condition when duty requires it. Don't jump to the conclusion that people are trying to cheat you. 
It is all right to be businesslike. You must be. But it is all wrong to be unbusinesslike. It is all wrong to tie your business up in such a way that you have to depend either upon the honesty or the judgment of someone else to enable you to succeed in fulfilling your promises. Suspicion is an entirely different thing. The very first symptom of dishonesty in yourself is to begin to think that someone else is trying to take advantage of you. The person may have simply made a mistake. It is always wise to make the best of it and assume that they did make a mistake if they don't do what you expect them to do. There are exceptions, of course, but I would rather guess wrong once in a while than to be suspicious of everyone. Our life is just what we make it. The only way to have our own way is not to have it. The only way to keep some things is to give them away. No person lives unto themselves alone. The way to be useful and happy is to forget self. Do something for others. Let your light shine. When people begin to demand things and rebel when they don't get just what they want, they are making for themselves a life of torture. It would be better for all of us if we would devote less time to worrying about going to the hell of the next world and devote more time to keeping hell out of our lives in this one. The worst kind of suspicion is to think that people are down on you that they don't like you. The worst thing about suspicion of that kind is that it comes true. The way to make people dislike you is to accuse them of disliking you. If you want to drive love out of a person's heart, tell them it is already gone. I believe that if we aren't tolerant with others here, the hereafter won't offer much relief. Would you like to go to heaven when you die? You can, by getting in on this side. The main entrance is here, to have a happy, beautiful life in the hereafter. A noble and unselfish life in the present is necessary. One way to have trouble is to think you have. One way to make things unendurable is to think them unendurable. It is a great mistake to bemoan one's fate. Turning our minds and our imagination wrong side out in order to dwell upon our own pitiable condition is what makes it pitiable. All the sympathy one needs comes in the form of greater virtue, self-reliance, and moral courage. More than a few people have actually died from self-pity because of a lack of moral stamina sufficient enough to enable them to rise above the slings and shots of outrageous fortune. There is no use telling a person that their troubles are not real. There is no use telling them not to think of themselves. But there is a use 
a great use at such times, in thinking of other people's troubles. Let a person who has troubles of their own take an interest in those less fortunate, those who are really suffering, and their own troubles will take to themselves. Look out, not in. Look up, not down. Look forward, not back, and lend a hand. We forget the thorn when we behold the beauty and fragrance of the rose. Would you like to be admired and loved? Then radiate love. Quit accusing. Swear off on finding fault and asking for explanations. Don't demand love, but radiate it. Love and esteem are not things that go where they are sent. You can't compel them. I know a young married couple, splendid people both of them, who each have the idea that the other's love is growing cold, etc. And every time there is a dispute, the fact is made known with renewed emphasis. And yet that is not a very appropriate time for such unpleasant and usually unexpected information. Who would think of taking a beautiful flower out of doors every time there was a blighting frost or chilling blast? What the frost would do to the flower, accusations will do for love. If it weren't for unfounded and unnecessary suspicion, the divorce courts would go begging. Keep out suspicion by radiating love and sunshine. Let a person live for self and selfish purposes, insist upon having their own way, demand things, insist upon being noticed and made much of, and that person makes life a living death. They develop not into a big man or a fine woman with everything they want, but into a big demon with nothing they want. Let a person forget self, radiate sunshine and love, and a beautiful, glorious life is developed. Try to make life pleasant for others, and you will find happiness piled up in great mountains at your own door. Have faith in others, and others will have faith in you. Love others, and others will love you. Tell others your secrets, and they will tell you theirs. Take your medicine, whether bitter or sweet. As long as you have to take it, you might as well take it cheerfully. If a thing must be done, make the most of it and it will go pleasantly enough. It is dreading it that makes it unendurable. Open the windows of the soul, and let the sunshine of gladness and good cheer brighten your life, and gladden the hearts of those around you. Get sympathy by being sympathetic and kind, and even if fate sometimes gives you a bitter dose, most of the bitterness can be taken out by cheerfully taking the medicine. 
to accept conditions just as they are and make the most of them is the bravest and noblest thing on earth. Not only that, it is common sense in the 33rd degree. Rebellion against that which cannot be changed is ruin and death. For example, put a person in prison. They may be innocent or guilty. If they rebel, they will come out the worse for it with neither love nor charity. Nothing in their heart but a deep-seated hate that grows more deadly until it gets them in prison again. But let them make the most of it, adjust themselves to conditions as he or she finds them, and they come out with a pilgrim's progress, or at least is a better person, and their stay has made every prisoner happier and better. It is not our riches that give us happiness. It is our ability to appreciate what we have. Making the most of it, that is the glorious principle. It makes the poor rich and earth a paradise. The sting of poverty is taken away by cheerfully accepting conditions until they can be bettered. Let us emulate all that is good and endeavor to take out from our own lives that which we don't like in others. The world is full of good, full of beauty, full of love. Let us make the most of it.